0: All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game. And better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You can do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today.
1: up everybody it's your draft
0: queens kate and michelle and we are back back for season two baby what's up michelle Kate just said that with the biggest smile on her face that you can actually probably hear it on the mic. That was the biggest welcome to Draft Queen smile I've ever seen Kate have.
1: I am smirking ear to ear right now. (laughs) I'm cheesing like I don't even know who cheeses like this. I'm trying to think of the perfect example of a football player who is just all smiles all the time. Oh, it feels good to be back. Welcome back to recording. So glad to be on here with you, my friend. Yay!
0: Hell yeah! You know, it's super weird because we're not in the same place, which is sad, but oddly enough, this whole, like... Zoom microphone. I don't know. It's kind of working. Like, luckily, thank you, technology. Like, we can still do this. We can still see each other. We can still talk about all this stuff. We can bring you this amazing podcast. Thank goodness. I mean, this works. This works given the times, and I can still see you. I can hear you.
1: We've got some fancy (laughs) microphones this year, so we might sound a little higher fidelity, I hope. Definitely super cool. So maybe we're upgrading in some ways.
0: I wish we were hanging out having a beer, but you know, this will do. I I agree. So here's my here's my first question of of season two. Where are you bubbling? Where have you been bubbled during all this madness? Like tell me because the bubbling thing seems to be working out there in sports and we'll talk about it throughout throughout the show but I want to know where you are bubbling Kate. But is it working for us is what you're asking Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah I mean uh, I'm bubbling up here in Cape Cod Massachusetts shout out to all Ooh. the New England fans I suppose I'm kind of ah, in like uh, enemy turning. territory Yeah She's turning Yeah so I'm in Cape Cod Massachusetts not a bad place not a half bad place at all to be quarantined and bubbling it's been good. It's been good. It's been weird being away from the city and being away from friends and, you know, this show. But Cape Cod's been great. So we're bubbling up here. Where are you
0: bubbling at? I like that we're calling it bubbling. I was actually just thinking about this before we before we started to uh, to record today. Like, is it still considered quarantine? Like, are we still in quarantine? I mean, it's been like six months. Are, I don't... I don't know that it's still considered quarantine. So I'm officially right in this moment only yeah. calling it bubbling from now on and relating it to sports. That makes so, so much I, more I like sense.
1: This. We've been quarantined for so long. I feel like I've quarantined 25 times over for how long <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> right. to be quarantined. So now we're just in a bubble.
0: And so where are you at? Where are you? I am bubbling in the Catskills in upstate New York, and it's a nice little green mountainous bubble that I'm in, and I'm okay with it. I
1: can attest to that, having just had such raging separation anxiety the last couple of months. <laughs> that we had a little getaway weekend, socially distanced, of course, um, but we've been quarantined forever. So I guess or bubbled or quarantined or whatever. No, but... we're gonna
0: we're officially retiring the jersey of quarantine on this episode and transitioning to the word bubbling going forward yeah
1: we've been bubbled for so long that coming up from from going from my bubble to your bubble was really very exciting Uh, I haven't been in another bubble
0: in a long time it was a pretty seamless bubble transfer I'm not mad about it
1: (laughs) I really enjoyed it but uh (laughs) lots of off-season developments for the both of us but um you've got some big ones huh
0: my biggest off-season development other than relocating as Kate said I'm 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 sadly no longer residing day to day in Brooklyn but Brooklyn strong and I will be back yes. for sure but yeah my biggest uh development in the bubble other than that is we got a puppy yeah. we have a puppy
1: we, we, I'm we. taking part. Oh, in bocce. it's fine. It
0: could be draft. It could be it, draft queens. You know, it's fun. He's part of the entire family at this point. You Extended, ha- immediate, all of it.
1: He's so perfect. You have to tell them. Well, he, oh, he's just the cutest little floppy eared, all black fur dog. Can you tell? I'm us gonna try it? really.
0: I'm gonna try really hard to get like a good on brand photo of him for DQ. Whether yeah. maybe it's like. I don't know. I got to teach him to catch a football. We have a lot of work to do, but maybe I can get something. And then you'll just have to make sure you're following us on Instagram so you can see just how cute this little monster is.
1: Well, hopefully if the rumors are true and we actually do get into some merch this year because we have serious merch pipe dreams, and I think they're actually... This is going to be the year. I think we're going to have merch this year, aside from stickers. Stickers are super cool, but looking at some dad hats, you know, maybe dog leashes and collars. Maybe Who bandanas. Knows? I think
0: a bandana is probably pretty good, right? Because the dog can wear it, but it's also like very relevant and can keep people safe from harm. COVID chic. We got to have bandanas. COVID chic. <laughs> Done. Black and that, white bandanas. Then and forget male, male oh or female God. models. We're just gonna have a dog model for oh all my God. of our merch.
1: That would be the best way to sell any of these bandanas is to have Bachi. I mean, obviously, them.
0: Oh. what's better than puppy? What's better than puppy content? I've been told that like puppy content is what we all need right now. So yes. we'll bring some to you via our Draft Queens feed as soon as we get some dope merch to put on him.
1: We can throw a bandana on Toby the cat. Is the cat I've been fostering for the last couple months. And what else do you need other than puppy content, kitty content,
0: and sports? Really nothing? Nothing. No. Some beer. A nice cold beer, and I'm good. Well... That sets wait, the scene. Wait a second. Yeah. Can we uh can we talk about Toby the cat because <laughs> I really want to just make sure everybody has a good idea of who Toby the cat is in your minds because he's basically the cat that ran across the field at Giant Stadium last year. Yeah. Time. Like a hundred percent. That's the cat.
1: I'm almost sure that Toby the cat is the cat that went viral from last year. That was in I think that it life. is. I mean I think he found you. I- I'm pretty sure that we have fostered slash perhaps adopted, because he's so freaking cute, Uh, little Toby the cat. Um, He has one eye. He has a big snaggle tooth. So he's pretty physically very ugly, but he's so cute. He's and
0: excellent at, um, at uh, fetch. He does excellent. fetch. He's basically
1: yeah. a dog. He has a curly tail. It doesn't make sense. He doesn't purr. He wags his tail. I think he's a dog. So <laughs> I just, I really like the guy. I mean, if I had to draft him, he'd be top of my list. So... Toby. Love him. Between Bachi and Toby, we just we have an all-star animal lineup to go along with our first lineups.
0: Is it T O B I or T O B Y? This is important. T O B Y. But he came to
1: us like this, so We've been workshopping potential other names for him. We've been workshopping it. So I'm just
0: saying because Bachi is B-A-C-I, so they could just be, you know, all in the family. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there as you're workshopping. You know, I'm
1: taking dual note of it because we do need a name <laughs> for him if we adopt him.
0: Oh, my God. We digress. We digress. Clearly, you can tell we love <laughs> our animals and hopefully we'll share some photos with our animals in the Draft Queens swag. And now soon. we
1: have, but we have something else to love now. It, it's, it's not true. just animals. It's true. We like, <laughs> we also can love our sports again. We can love our, our football. We're back. We're back, Michelle. Woo. Let's go. Dude, How I excited are you? I
0: put, I'm so, I'm beyond excited. I put my, I, I got really like, you know, uh, DIY with it last week and like took my mm. TV and and put it outside, and rigged it up, and plugged it in, and put the fire stick in. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that, like, when football starts and the weather is nice, I can sit outside and enjoy some damn football. I I'm ready.
1: Love it. We've got the same thing going up on our deck in Cape Cod. We're ready for the season. September feels like it's rolling in really quick, and we're recording real first hot week of, first week of September. It is just, it feels like football, you know? It's got a little chilly, crisp breeze in the air, and it's time. It's time to talk about the season. And the- you know what else it means
0: that's time for? What's that? everybody's fantasy drafts
1: oh my god this is the week yeah I mean for all of you listening some of you have probably already done your drafts and- I hope not though sorry
0: I feel I feel sorry for you because frankly I feel like there's still some question marks which we'll talk about yeah and it's too- you gotta do it as close to the first game of the season as possible I just feel like it's unfair if you've got to do it any earlier I've got a draft tomorrow night and then me and you have our draft together next week like literally right before the first game of the season I'm all for it. Like, get me to right before the very I agree. end, so I know everything that's going on with everybody. I
1: so agree, and I've been told by so many people that you're a slacker. Why are you drafting so late? And I'm like, no, what is we're wrong smart. With you,
0: we're smart. We're not slackers. Did you draft Leonard Fournette? Well, do you see how he may be useless now? Well, jokes Dude, on Joe. you. Joe Mixon just signed. Alvin Kamara is practicing without a contract. Like, I want to know what's up before I sit and I press the draft key. I totally agree, and that gets me all fired up because
1: it's clearly me too. It's ridiculous. So don't tell me don't tell me how to draft, and we're gonna draft late in the season. If you've already had your draft, we're sorry for that. Hopefully, you didn't draft any of the people we just mentioned. But if you (laughs) are looking to a rework your post-draft strategy, or you're looking forward to your draft coming up after today, we've got tons of lessons we learned from last year coming up in this episode, plus projections for this year, our conference evaluations, we'll go through some of the depth charts, and just generally look at teams, players,
0: and give you our best strategy, I guess. I mean, we'll just give it a shot. And make sure you go back into our feed and yeah. listen through all of our position by position breakdown. So again, hopefully, hopefully you haven't drafted yet. Uh, and we did special breakdown episodes for every position you need to draft for. Get in that feed, go back and listen to all of them. Like Kate said, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about, you know, our overall kind of season season views what we're thinking is going to happen this year who's winning conferences we might even make a friendly wager on who's going to win the super bowl just saying but definitely go back into the feed uh wherever you're listening to our show and uh make sure did you just hear the dog yeah i just heard him okay i was gonna say this is gonna have <laughs> like now you know we're recording from home because yeah. there's the dog He's this like, is the What's realness up? this is the realness that Can we he- all need What's up? Give me the mic, he just said, basically, in dog language. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, go go back into our feed wherever you're listening to the show and uh, take a listen through all of our position-by-position uh, position breakdowns. And I think, uh, I don't know, like, we're going to get into, we're going to get into some deep stuff for this season in the rest of this episode.
1: Yes, we are. So I think, you know, I can't believe that this is about to be the first transitioned into a huddle for the season, but um Woo the huddle. I think we might as well get right into it. Do you want to huddle and do the first one of the year? Okay. Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. go.
0: Okay. Okay, okay. ladies now let's get what I say. Okay, ladies now let's get I say. All right. We are officially back with our first huddle of season two. Don't act like we're going to be any better than we were in season one, because we're probably not. <laughs> I haven't been practicing. I haven't been speed reading. Like So we're probably just going to be worse, maybe. I don't know. But in case you're not familiar, the huddle is how many sports headlines can Kate and I read in 60 seconds? Because, yes, yes we talk about football on this show, but we want to tell you other important things that are going on in sports. So Kate is going to set our timer at 60 seconds.
1: I sure am. The, I've got it queued gonna, up.
0: She's always she's always ready. We're going to see how many we can get through. And like I said, I haven't really been speed reading or practicing in uh, my off season here, so we're going to see how we do.
1: Okay, well, I'm ready for it. And for all of you who haven't experienced a huddle before, <laughs> you're in for a treat. All right. Countdown's on you, buddy. All right. In three, two, one, go. NBA and NFL playoffs are in full swing. Both leagues went bubble approach to get things back on track
0: and so far the results have been great the US Open kicks off in New York this week with the majority of the top 10 ranked big name players missing out most notably Fed and Rafa
1: the Washington Redskins are no longer they can now be referred to as the Washington football team oh my God.
0: get your floppy ha- hats and mint juleps out because the Kentucky Derby's running this Saturday
1: Venus Williams got knocked out of the US Open in the first round damn girl
0: Baseball season is actually almost halfway over already. The season's only been about 60 games this year.
1: Alvin Kamara finally returns to practice this week, but still hasn't signed a long-term contract.
0: Michael Jordan joins DraftKings as a special advisor.
1: Anyway, the Tour de France entered stage five this week. We have four seconds.
0: In soccer news, a report says that Neymar is among three PSG players who have tested positive for COVID-19.
1: Oh, we we got it. just about eked it out i think we might
0: we might have almost eked it out
1: we almost eked it out wait i have a fact checking question for you
0: it's my okay let's fact check it can we start with mj and potentially fan duel yeah uh, I, wait no i don't think that's right hold on not draft DraftKings. DraftKings. Oh, okay. yeah all right all right DraftKings. all right
1: congratulations congratulations to him congratulations to DraftKings. um special
0: advisor on the board I don't know
1: if you watched the special with Michael Jordan. the
0: um, his During my time in my bubble? Yes, I definitely yeah, watched yeah. it. Yeah, did you
1: bubble in MJ?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, hi, Pachi. You can hear him. You can hear the dog barking. I it's mean, great. I know. You so can hear cute. him
0: a lot. I guess he likes MJ.
1: Oh, yeah. I, we all do. I get vocal about it, too. Um, <laughs> but I found it really interesting that in parts of that, he's such a, he's a an avid gambler. He's an avid gambler. I know. Gambler.
0: I didn't really know a lot of that backstory. Like, Maybe obviously, I... we grew up watching the Bulls. Like, I remember a lot of those games, and I was a Knicks fan, so like, I love the Bulls, but I hated, or I love yeah. Jordan, but I hated the Bulls. Like, totally. but I didn't know, I didn't know a lot of the backstory, so I thought it was really interesting. And then, having watched it, when I saw the DraftKings news, I was kind of like, uh-huh. makes sense. I don't know. Is it? I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. Like. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean hey good for DraftKings. that's pretty that's pretty dope it's mj
1: yeah and uh shout out to the last dance if you want something to watch that or listen to that isn't this uh it's a really great i think it's an
0: eight-part series so it's it's real good it's real good Who so knows? here's here here's something we just have to talk about give it so to me. Uh, okay I, I fully understand why the Redskins are no longer the Redskins. I think it was the right decision. It's fine. I I am totally. I agree. I agree. However, mm-hmm. however, how could nobody come up with anything better than the Washington Football Team? Washington, I mean,
1: I'll give you the first, I'll give you one right now. The Washington Monuments.
0: The Washington I mean, Monuments. I mean, just anything. Literally anything. Like the Washington football team, like you're telling me they couldn't bring in anyone creative to think of something? I would really love to, like genuinely love to, talk
1: to the person who was trying to come up with names and just said, nah, let's just go with the Washington football team. It's just not going to happen this year, guys. There were so many names thrown around and I would even have been fine with, I really would have, reusing a name from a different sport. So if you're just the Washington Capitals or the Washington Nationals—that would have been fine with me. I mean, I mean, just I'm looking anything. up right now. Like,
0: what's what's their state bird? I mean, just come up with anything. Like, literally anything. Or, i although I am now looking at it, and the Washington DC state bird is the wood thrush, so I'm not really sure that the Washington wood thrushes. I don't know. Maybe that's scary. I don't. Either way, I just. Tongue. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't really go as well as I had planned. I thought it was going to be something really cool, but it wasn't. Uh, But still, the Washington football team, like the most unexciting name for anything ever. Well done, everybody. Well,
1: first and foremost, I think we we probably have to have a word with the creative director of the Washington, (laughs) not Redskins, but simply football team. Um, But one of the headlines that caught my eye that I just wanted to call out too, and non-football related actually, is... um, is venus williams and generally tennis this year i mean i think at some point we'll have to talk about it but tennis is really interesting and i cannot believe it's u.s open time already but it's it's kind of
0: wild i started watching some of it yesterday i actually saw the the um the venus uh Match where you know she got knocked out. I think this is the earliest like she's ever got knocked out in her yeah. career. Look, she's been around forever. She just loves the game, wants to play. Was bummed about the Olympics being canceled, so like she can't play there. So yeah, you know I I think look, there's a lot of players. I I was talking to my husband who is who is a tennis teacher, so he is all over the U.S. Open and was basically saying you know like almost all of the top ten seeds on the men's side and the women's side aren't playing. So. It's, it's very interesting. It also opens up like the lane for some people that maybe aren't ranked that high to yeah. win. I mean, the US Open's a big tournament to win. So without all those people in your way, it's going to be weird. Like, are they going to put an asterisk next to it?
1: Yeah, like
0: you won the US Open in 2020. But you didn't have to play any of the big players. I don't know. I wonder what they're gonna do.
1: Totally. And you said Federer and Rafa are both not playing Rafael. Yeah,
0: Fed and Rafa aren't playing. So well, and so Djokovic is playing and the the, the story there is that Djokovic was like super outspoken about uh, about COVID Uh earlier when it when it first had started. And there were some I believe there were some tournaments happening in Europe, and he was all like, I'm not going to get it. I don't believe, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go play. Guess what? He got it. Yeah. He ended up getting it earlier, you know, in the year, pre-U.S. Open. Now he is here to play because I guess he already had it, so that's fine. But I I don't know. I mean, he was very outspoken about it. And then I think probably had to put his foot in his mouth when he actually contracted it.
1: Wow, that's so interesting. And it looks like, too, I kind of stepped on your, with my timer, I stepped on your line at the end here. But sounds like Neymar also tested positive for COVID-19. So I just read all, that
0: earlier today. I know it's all fucking wacky over the place this year. year.
1: It's going to be, I mean, this is going to lead directly into stardom Situm, and also talking about our league breakdown for the year, but essentially, I mean, listen, it's a, it's a weird year. It's going to be a weird wonky year. And this will, just as it pertains to football, it's going to shake the hell out of not just fantasy lineups, but organizations, this oh, yeah, is without question, you know, it's without question. I like yeah. that they're bubbling to our earlier points, but I just think it's unavoidable, and I'm curious to see when it starts the shoe starts to drop, you know,
0: I know I know it's really interesting if you really think about every sport, you know every every sport in one way, shape, or form has had to sit in a room and figure out how they bring sports back, not only for us, the fans, but obviously the athletes want to be playing, mm-hmm. and how do you keep? them safe how do you keep us entertained and excited and every sport is different you know every sport has kind of done something a little different at different times we're definitely going to talk about what the implications of that are for football because it's kind of the wild wild west over there oh, but big time the u.s open feels really weird because usually that's like the fun raucous tennis tournament like oh, yeah. compared to like wimbledon the french open that's usually a little stiff and now like you don't get that same energy. So honestly, it's it's crazy. I can't even imagine some of the conversations that have happened across all these different, you know, leagues and organizations to figure out like how do you make sports happen.
1: We saw it in baseball. Man, like we had to there were games that were canceled, the Phillies so could play on, yeah, the road. postponed, yeah. yeah. And and teams got quarantined in their own stadiums and then the next team couldn't come in and it's just a whole it's a whole thing. So I'm wondering if that domino effect will happen in in football because it's such a high contact sport and when you think of a, a baseball as a sport, like it's lower contact. So I am so interested to see, and, and same thing for tennis. You know, tennis is
0: singles. They you know? have bubb- they have bubbled it though too, which is good. So yeah, like these good. players have been here for two weeks in New York. You know, they've been quarantined. They're they're not to leave, and you know until they lose and have to leave. But mm-hmm. now we're we're into the fifth
1: sport of the year that's actually occurring during COVID. To I mean, of the major sports that you and I care about. So. <laughs> I think we should get right into our biggest segment of this episode and most important topic of this episode, which is our 2020 season, preseason and pre-draft roundup. What do you say? I'm into it. Let's do it. All right, Michelle, you ready to get into it? Yeah.
0: Let's okay, do
1: it. it is our 2020. It's our it's our pinnacle segment for this episode. It's the reason you all came here. It's our 2020 preseason and pre-draft roundup. And it's brought to you by our sponsors, Champions Round. Champions Round in my humble opinion is a one-stop shop and could be your one-stop shop fantasy app that has mock drafts, fantasy play with friends and family. And you can essentially pick your perfect lineup multiple times throughout the season. So it's worth checking out. Go check out Champions Round, our sponsor of this very special segment and our first episode of the season. Head over to the App Store and download Champions Round and come play with us. So we're excited to get into it and talk to y'all about uh, the NFL preseason, but not just that, a pre-draft roundup for all of you who have not yet drafted so michelle where do we even start we've got a ton of ground to cover and we're probably going to gab at you all for a little while but i think it's about to be worth it so let's start gabbing where do you want to start with this
0: you know you know as you're as you're like kicking this off the only thing that i can hear in my head other than your voice is the theme song for the Chicago Bulls when oh. they come out on the court. You know, everybody knows it. Dun, 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 dun. That's all I'm hearing as you're announcing us about to talk about this. <laughs> Is that weird? I
1: love that you're getting amped up and, like, animated about it in your head. Like, that's what we need. We have to be. I actually am hearing
0: it. It's weird. Like, I'm hearing that in my head, like, as if it's it's not playing. I'm not playing it, but it's in my head for sure.
1: Well, I, I'm ready to – I'm feeling amped up just thinking about being uh, in the shoes of Scottie Pippen right now, so – we're in a weird year, though.
0: So where do we start? Where do we start,
1: Kate? We start with how fucking weird this year is. We just talked about it a little bit, but the dynamic. Let's talk about the dynamic of the stadiums this year. If fans will be there, that really does influence the way that players play and how they feed off of a crowd. I think I think we start there. I mean, stadiums this year are at a third cap, right? Something like that?
0: So, Yeah. Overall, everything you're saying, yes, agree 100%. Think about the Seattle Seahawks, for example, who yes. like call their fans the sixth man. Yeah. Or not the sixth man, the 13th man. Sorry, I'm, I'm still in <laughs> still basketball, basketball mode one. over here. <laughs> sorry, sorry, switching sports. But like they actually, you know, consider their fans a player because yeah. of what happens there and how much they screw with the other team's offense. So the fact that like that can't take place is definitely going to be a game changer for this year. Like, I think even more so in football than probably any other sport. Like the 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 fans or lack of is going to be really interesting. And so I actually found out that like t- every day there's there's new updates on a per team basis in oh, in the NHL. Oh, okay. uh, sorry, in the NFL. Really? So a per team basis is really going to kind of tell us who, what, where, like if people are going to be there, if people aren't going to be there. It's very, very, very interesting. I wonder like, if
1: that's because of state regulations. I'm thinking about like how, you know, Cuomo makes a call in New York and that can be totally different from the, you know, the powers that be. Yeah, in but they, Alabama. but guess what? They
0: could, but they could have done that for the other sports too. They just, they, they decided Didn't. to make it like, league-wide and but yeah I mean look for example like you can you can actually look on a team by team basis what each one's doing so I'll start with the New York team because why the hell not we'll talk about the Buffalo Bills right the Bills said that there'll be no fans permitted in the stadium for the team's first two regular season home games
1: zero zero fans
0: zero fans and they only have announced that it's for those first two home games so that would be their first week against the Jets, and then it uh, looks like two weeks after that, they would play the Rams. No no fans for their first two home games. Huh. But I don't know what the hell happens after that. That's just for the first two games.
1: And then is it different for other teams that are just like sure. the complete antithesis of... Well, Is it like full stadiums for other teams?
0: I don't think, no. Full, I don't think God. we'll see anything that's full stadium because that seems completely stupid and against all of (laughs) the moral code of what's happening right now. But next team, for example, Miami Dolphins, um, which Florida has obviously been in a little bit of hot water lately, Uh but they are allowing fans a maximum of 13,000 or 20% capacity that their stadium holds holds 65,000 people. So they're saying a max of 13,000 people for their September 20th home opener okay all right so it's it's almost as if they're taking this like week by week kind of thing Sounds which like I guess it. you know the other thing that you kind of have to think about is the players like these players still are are traveling around and then you know are are in places where there are outsiders quote unquote mm-hmm. right now they're just at at camp and practice together at least just within their team, but now you could go to one stadium and there's fans there versus you go to another stadium and there's none so it's they're sort of just trying to attack it at least for the first, it seems sure. like the first two or three home games that they have. And then I suppose, readdress at, at that point.
1: That's going to be huge. I mean, let's be real here. That's going to be a huge, huge, huge factor. So I guess maybe we'll even have to do a roundup every week of what the stadiums are looking like and who's closing down and who's, this is going to be a season like no other. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad you have tabs on it. And, my other question is what this means for the players, you know, and we've kind of touched on it. And today I saw a quote from uh, Kirk Cousins who had said that it's just survival of <laughs> the fittest, and he's the fittest, and so uh, he basically said, "If I die, I die." Exactly, and uh, and if I don't, then uh, let's let's take it to the top, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, all right, Kirky. What I mean, hey man, like good, good. For, like look. It's definitely going to be the most interesting season for for a variety of reasons. I I I guess I respect the fact that they're not making a season long decision because yeah, that's hard to do right now. I personally think no fan should be in the stadium to start anywhere. I, I just don't think that's like a smart way to start things off and and expose fans and players and whatever. Again, my two cents. Yeah, whatever. But. It is. It's going to make a really big difference. Imagine you go one week, you know, playing. You're So basically there's teams that are going to go from playing at their own home stadium with zero fans, and then they're going to go play an away game, and they're going to have fans. It's like, it's got to screw with your psyche a little bit. For
1: sure, for sure. And I mean, it's also been screwing with our psyche a little bit, right? Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the one thing that's been sticking out of my head here, and I put it in our document that we share and we run through for these uh, for these episodes, but I put something in purple. And purple means important because
0: how did... Do- oh, I didn't know purple means important. We're very organized for those of you out there that don't think we are. We're very oh, yeah. organized, but I did I did not know purple meant important. So now it I'm i It does this season.
1: I, I think this is a new development. <laughs> I don't think purple has ever been, been meaning importance uh but, I'm but today I'm it down. is today it is and um and how that implicates your draft strategy right so I'm curious Michelle the way you'll be drafting for fantasy this year is a is different you know there is a possibility that even more so than getting hurt think on top of getting hurt you could also be instead of added onto an injured reserve it injured reserve list, you're now you have two, right? There's the IR and then there's the COVID list. And then you're yep. out for two to four weeks, right? They're still sort of like working through what that looks like, but you're out and and that fucks up your fantasy lineup. So it does. Are you in the same mindset that I am where I am going hard in the paint for every decent running back that I possibly can get as coverage, right? As like in my flex positions, Uh, just in the event that my main guy gets COVID. I mean, it's like a double inch of reserve. So how are you thinking about draft strategy? Any tips and tricks? How are you thinking about things and how are you looking at your draft this year?
0: I mean, you touched on a few, yeah, a few really key things here. I think you do have to approach your drafts a little bit differently this year. I do think you really need to like stay in there and make smart decisions for every single pick, not just your, you know, your starters and who you need to field each week, but like be really slick and smart about your bench players. I know in our league, we've added, I think, like three additional IR spots, like, you know, so you can stash people just in case because. Yes, there will be injuries, but yes, there may also be people that contract COVID or there may be games that get postponed Mm -hmm. because who the heck knows what's going to happen. So in our league, I believe we added like three IR, you know, spots, which I think is really smart and the way to do it. I don't think you should... uh, if if your commissioner has not added additional IR spots, call them, text them, email them, go to their house. Hit them well, up. maybe don't go to their house because you're bubbled. But stay in your own may, bubble. Stay them, in your own bubble. Yeah, stay in your bubble. Uh, we are not Do condoning not. going out and yeah. The
1: draft queens gave me COVID. I left yeah. my bubble. No, no, no. Stay in uh, your bubble.
0: But but definitely like go tell your uh commissioners, add at least one, if not a couple, of additional IR spots to, to make room for that. But that's all to say be really smart throughout the entire draft every single round because odds are you're gonna need a deep bench this year Mm -hmm. and you know me queen of the waiver wire keep your eyes peeled to that waiver wire because again you just don't know what's gonna happen if an entire if if two teams don't play at all for an entire week due to some circumstance that's a lot of guys that aren't playing so draft deep keep an eye on your waiver wire and tell your commissioner to add more IR spots to your league. I think those are things I'm thinking about. And then, Take a look at your team's, at all the team's schedules and the strength of schedule for each that. position. How do you
1: know these so, things
0: before I you know, say them? Because we're my on the head, same page, man. It's crazy. Maybe, I always say we don't have a crystal ball, but maybe you and I do just between you and I. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah,
1: I think we might. We don't have a, yeah. Anyway, I, I was thinking the exact same thing.
0: No. Look at the look at the strength of schedule. Understand who each of these teams is playing each week. Understand how those defenses are against running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks. And then the added layer on top of it is what's happening at that stadium? As if there wasn't enough to this already think be about so much in football. Fun. Like all <laughs> my
1: gears are turning in, in every which way in my head right now. And it's going to be so much fun. I mean...
0: I think, I think with that said, we should probably kind of break it down AFC East, AFC West. I think we should kind of go through it. I think that's the easiest way for us to just sort of touch a little bit on each each conference, what's happening, who's in it. Again, these are things that are going to be important because if you're in a division with another team, you're playing that team more than you're playing any other team in the whole league. So these are important things to be thinking about, especially this year, knowing Everything's a little wonky.
1: Could not could not agree more. I'm excited to get into a more general 2020 season preview. So we'll outline the different teams, the different conferences, the different divisions. Highlight a couple key players to keep in mind. Again, this is a pre-draft episode, so we want to make sure y'all are set up for success there. With that in mind, let's break it down, I guess, by uh, by division and conference. Where do you want to start?
0: I mean we just started talking a little bit about the Bills and the Dolphins so it feels like we should start in the AFC East and and sort of round that one out so You're just saying uh, that cuz you're a Patriots fan? No, it's, you it's sneaky. I already, sneaky. Eh, <laughs> you QB sneaky ass. QB sneaky, always sneaking it in. The van. This is the easiest way to start it. <laughs> okay, but let's the Bills are there. Look, we started talking about the Bills and the Dolphins to round out the AFC East. You've got the Patriots and the Jets. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a fairly competitive fairly competitive division but like there's there's ones that are far more competitive than this one. Yeah. When I when I look at this division, you know, I I really like the Bills this year. I think the Bills were really good last yeah. year and they had a ton of momentum. I I feel like they're going to carry it through um, you know, to this year. Uh, you know, Josh Allen I thought was, you know, middle of the road but strong. Singletary and their running back is yeah. fucking awesome. I'm excited for
1: Singletary to just take it alone it, it'll be good
0: I think he's gonna be really strong they picked up Stefan Diggs who we talked a little bit about in our wide receiver episode mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be an awesome target um for Josh Allen so I feel like coming off of the the year that they had last year a couple of you know strong moves with someone like Stefan Diggs like I feel like they're going to continue on that trajectory. I think they're going to be a really strong team in the AFCs this year.
1: Yeah, I I kind of feel like they're uh, a little bit of a shoe in Um, And usually it's not that way, right? Like, if you look at the last... If we look back to last year and the previous year, the Bills had a comeuppance, and it's very clear, and Josh Allen has really worked for them. Um, Usually, and, and it has been for a while, that the Patriots just take it far and away, and we'll get to the Patriots in a second. But... Then you look at the other two teams in this division and it's the Dolphins and the I I don't even know if it's Jets. worth us
0: talking about the Dolphins and the Jets. Like, I just I don't I just don't see how this goes well for the Dolphins. I mean, well, they have Fitz Fitzpatrick slash Fitch Magic. It's like the, a tongue twister.
1: Yeah, well the and the then, guy's
0: boomer bust. The guy's yeah, boomer bust. Like time. he's either gonna throw six freaking interceptions in the game or six touchdowns and it's so, so right. inconsistent. I just I don't really know how well they're gonna fare do you, this year. Do
1: you think there's any world? And just humor me here, but do you think there's okay. any world where his uh, their QB two right now is Tua, right? And so Tua yep. was projected to be alongside uh, Joe Burrow, one of the top, yep. and he did still go top of the the NFL draft this year. Five, um, yep,
0: five overall.
1: So he is uh he is a plus plus rookie status, and I wonder if Tua can kick it into high gear. Depending on how Fitz, Fitz magic does, and he has magical moments, and then he just totally shits the bed. But but one they also
0: bench they they usually bench him a lot. Like yeah. he when when they when he starts to go on that busty that downward spiral, they usually bench him. And you're right, who knows? Maybe well, maybe wonder, it's a moment for Tua to shine.
1: Maybe, and I feel like Tua just chucks the rock and calls it a day. But if there's a way to kind of like tame the rookie. And just like hand it off to a Jordan Howard or a Matt Breida or I would, I'd be curious. Like the team isn't bad. You know what I'm saying? They just like, (laughs) they were really bad, but they could (laughs) be good. And do I see it coming to fruition? No. Do I think that maybe like a Jordan Howard could be good or even a Matt Breida as your flex or on your uh, just... In in your back pocket, if you get to it during your draft and you need someone, yeah. I mean, they're the only people to look at aside from maybe a Devontae
0: Parker in the wide receiver slot. So, next team, we got a lot of teams to get through. Yeah, we do. I'm so you excited t- for this. You want to talk my Pats or you want to talk the Jets? <laughs>
1: well, I think we can. I'm going to skip over the Jets because uh, Sam Darnold,
0: ol- like, here's Le'Veon, the only thing Bell, I'll say. Frank that's the only thing I'll say. I mean, they have Le'Veon Bell. Who knows? He seems fired he up. Like a
1: like, bust to me. Dude. Yeah, there's
0: there's nothing else going on there, and uh, you know, like I really don't believe that one person can carry an entire team. So, uh, Lev Bell, good for you. You're the star of the show over there. But, great, uh, great. Nothing else going on over there.
1: I am so not on it with the Jets this year. Too bad. How sad. But Sam Darnold, I say next on the Jets. Sorry, y'all. How about, I, I put them how at about the, the, the Pats? bottom. I'm going to let you take that one because uh, you're biased. So go ahead and let me know what you think.
0: I know, but I try to take my bias out of it. Yeah, you, uh, you do. I You do a good I, job of that. You know, look, there's a lot of rebuilding happening over there. Obviously, Tom's not there anymore. They, you know, they, they couldn't get it done last year, which was which was heartbreaking for them. Tommy's not there. That said, you still do have a strong you know backfield with sony michelle james white rex burkhead like Mm -hmm. nothing has changed there and those guys are really strong you know you still have julian edelman he's got to kind of take more of the team on his shoulders not to say that he hasn't in the past but he's got to do it even a little bit more um and look i think there's a little bit of a sentiment of rebuilding over there Mm -hmm. but that also sort of kind of riles people up because you don't want to be the team that's rebuilding and, you you know, not considered like you can win. Your your rebuilding is almost like an excuse. Yeah. I I think, and I think, look, getting Cam Newton, I think, is a really good pickup for them. I think it's going to change the way that they play the game a little bit. And I think that Bill Belichick will kind of whip him into shape in a way that, like, he'll have his head in the game and, like, be a leader and play. You've seen Cam play really well. He's obviously capable of it. Oh, for sure. And so I think, like, this change for him is really good. I think Bill being his coach is really good. I think they will. I think picking up Cam is, is a pretty... That's a big game changer, I think, for the Pats this year.
1: Yeah, I agree. I hope, um, I hope that he flexes in the way that he has in previous years on Carolina. I really do. If you had to, I think, in terms of my AFC, who, who East, are we picking?
0: Yeah, who do you, who 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 takes this one? Who 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 do you think wins? For me, it's I'm got sorry, to, I kept, it's got me hoo hooing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies for that. That was annoying. Sorry. <laughs> it's so
1: fine. It's fine. It's the first episode. We're getting the kinks out. This is allowed. That's but, true. I'm uh, I'm going Bills. Where are you going? I'm
0: going Bills. I'm going Bills also. All right, Bills Bills. and
1: then Pats. And then Dolphins and then Jets. That's my... Okay. I'm just going to put it out there on on the record. AFC West? AFC West. We've got Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Start at the top?
0: Sure. Let's do it. What do you think about... I mean, far and away... I I just think the Chiefs take this one. I I I don't see how they don't take it to be uh, honest with you.
1: Yeah, um I was thinking the same thing. It kind of makes for a boring <laughs> episode, but
0: eh, not th- no, no. I think it's I think it's nice when we agree sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's okay. We're allowed to agree. I
1: mean, I think um
0: there's a lot of football. We'll definitely disagree.
1: God, I'm looking at their depth charts and they're just so good. I'm I am very curious about the running back slot. I know that Clyde Edwards-Helaire has gotten a lot of propping up, but I'm curious how he'll perform, quite frankly. Um, I totally
0: agree and like losing Kareem Hunt is is a tough one for them, you know, but again, like Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Also cutest thing ever, did you see that yeah. they got they got their Super Bowl rings and he proposed to his now fiance, so she got a ring too. I oh, did so see cute. that
1: and oh. I would say I'd probably take that ring over the Super Bowl ring. Holy shit, that was a rock. Like, good for I mean, her. Given,
0: For me, personally, since I already have uh, an engagement ring, that Super Bowl ring looks quite enticing. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> just cash in that check from last year, Pat. Well done, man. Well done. And well done to his girlfriend because – and now fiancé because that
0: is a rock. And they've been together well for about, like, 30 years. So good for them. That's amazing. But, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, I don't know. I just – they're still amazing. They're I don't think amazing. we even have to talk I, I, about them.
1: I think we've like covered them in our... Everybody knows. You're Everybody right. We don't knows. have to bore people Everybody talking knows. about it again. I agree. Is there I anyone agree. we should talk about in this division before we move on to the next? I mean, we've got Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers. Uh, I know that you called out Austin Eckler
0: in... I mean, I do think, yeah. I think, you know, um, we, we talked a little bit about um, the Chargers. Obviously, no more Phillip Rivers. They've got mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, who was there, you know, their pick from Oregon. You talked a little bit about him in the QB episode. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the the Chargers have been under Philip Rivers for a long time. So, long. I personally think a change a change up is good. I also think a rookie quarterback sometimes just takes a little while to get used to things. To me, that means Eckler does have a really strong season. Um, again, I just don't know if that combination of rookie quarterback yeah. and Strong running back but you know not the strongest mm-hmm. I don't know that that's going to get you you know past some of these other teams in the league better yet like other teams in your division so I don't yeah. think they'll be bad um but you know I-, I I think I think they'll be worse than the Chiefs <laughs> <laughs>
1: I agree <laughs> I think all three of these teams will be worse than the Chiefs because I'm now looking at the Las Vegas Raiders led by Derek Carr and also Marcus Mariota. Oh,
0: so what do you God. think? Yeah, what are your thoughts and feelings about Marcus being a backup? Um for for the Raiders, not even for the Titans. I
1: don't know. I've got I've got I like ew. I like the Raiders franchise. They've got heart and soul and I lo- I just like them. Um right. I like that they have Josh Jacobs again coming back. Uh, I like that they have I think he's gonna have
0: a really good year I I think I I think if you're if you're thinking running backs I don't think we talked about him in our running back episode but but I think I think he's gonna have a really yeah I think he's gonna have a really good year I actually I don't mind the Raiders to be honest I don't either I, I don't I don't think they're super strong, but I think they're young, and I think there's definitely some upside there for them in this in the in the AFC West. I share that sentiment. I think that they'll be pretty
1: good, and I hope they have a breakout season. I mean, I feel like Raiders fans deserve it, you know? Like, they've been so close. And Derek Carr is really good, and Josh Jacobs is really good, and they have Nelson Aguilar now in the wide receiving core, among others. Like, they look solid on paper. I just yeah. don't know if they—I never know if they can do it. You know i
0: think i think they're they have an edge especially within the afc west you know like we just talked about with the chargers i think these guys have a little bit more of an edge a little bit more experience uh, a little bit more of like a you know a depth to their roster mm-hmm. um i i i yeah i feel i feel decent about them and and then you know looking at the broncos i definitely some changes over there but i'm not sure that any of it's been really great to to help them out to be honest with you
1: i don't either i probably pop them down to the very end of my list i mean i see melvin gordon here i don't know much about drew lock nor do i feel particularly strongly about him um feel good about jerry judy i think is the one i would call out for wide receivers if you're looking for somebody but um i feel not good about the broncos i'm gonna bonk them down to the very bottom of the afc west i think this year
0: all right, so then we're agreeing on this one, and we're we're going with the Chiefs in the AFC West. That that that's how we feel. All right, I like it. I like it. All right,
1: on to okay. the next. We've got lots of football to talk. Um, whoop, whoop. AFC North: uh, the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. What an interesting division
0: a bit interesting a bit interesting again I, I like to do this like it's almost like word association like I just like spit out the first thing that I think and then we talk through it <laughs> and see if a we're bit right. interesting <laughs> a bit interesting but here's the thing I mean the Ravens the I yeah. uh, the, the you know the 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 Ravens you know are clearly the standout you know team in in this particular division we obviously talked about Lamar Jackson um, you, you, you've got, uh, Mark Ingram who had an awesome year, you know, last year, uh, in, in, as their lead RB, I think he continues that, mm-hmm. um, their, their wide receiver core has stayed, you know, pretty similar. Uh, I, I, this team hasn't really changed up much and they had a hell of a season last year. I think that bodes really well for them. Um, and, and you see them have another really, really strong yeah. season and, and kind of, is e- easily i think take this division this year.
1: So i don't think there's any way around that. Is there anybody else between the Bengals, Browns and Steelers that you want to call out? Because well, i have my we'll eye on i can't believe that i have my eye on the Bengals, but i just feel right, it. Tell me more.
0: I'm tell feeling more. You're, it. This you're year. all about Joe you like the you're all about Joe Burrow.
1: I think that Joe Burrow comes from the right institution to make a change on a shitty NFL team. No offense to Cincinnati fans, we all know it. It was not a good year last year. We're on the comeuppance, guys. I'm here with you. We're going to take it across the line. Joe Burrow, excellent. Running backs, Joe Mixon. Excellent. I like the Joe,
0: the Joe and the Joe, Joe combo, and J and J, baby, let's go. He just, he just signed a four-year, I think, like forty-eight million-dollar contract, Joe Mixon. So, like, obviously, the the organization believes it. in him. I love I, it. I, I, I'm with you. I think I think they're they're gonna see a, you'll see a nice turnaround from uh, from the Bengals. Yeah, this
1: year. I hope that AJ Green gets a bunch of looks. Tyler Boyd. There's also someone on here. His name is Stanley Morgan Jr. That's a sweet name for a wide receiver. I (laughs) love you. I just want to draft you because that's your
0: name. Because I love your name. Guys, note to self just because you love someone's name, don't draft them. Don't draft them. (laughs) Funny (laughs) side note though for horse racing, I only pick the ones, the horses. To win, that 100%. I like their names. That's the only way I do it. 100%. But do not do that in your do not do no, no, that no, in no. your fantasy. Draft. Definitely
1: don't. Definitely don't. But look at the <laughs> Bengals. I feel good about the Bengals. I uh, almost feel better about them. Definitely feel better about them than the Browns. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just a feeling.
0: I like some of the I like some of the names over in Cleveland. Um, obviously Kareem Hunt we talked about not no longer on um KC. He he's he's you know, that guy is so fast. Um so I think that that's really good for them. Um you know Actually their depth chart is really impressive. Damn it. Odell here's yeah, but here's the thing. To me, Odell Beckham is a name and a and a show off and, and not I, not the guy that's going to bring you to the Super Bowl. My my two cents. That's yeah. just my two cents. So, yes, it's a great name to have on your roster. No, I don't think that's going to be the game changer. And, look, I, I, took a, oh, I took a flyer on Baker last year. I don't feel good about it. Mm-mm. I hope that maybe he's sort of, you know, learned and settled and maybe he'll have a better season. I think – let me just say this. I think he will have a better season than last year. I still don't think this is a team that's going to come, you know, come – barreling through in the AFC North. Yep. I don't I don't feel that way.
1: Yeah, yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um yeah, I think it's like oil and water. I hear you on that. And Odell Buckham Jr. is kind of just like it divided the team last year. I don't think it's gonna change at all. And that's a personal thing, especially in a year when you need your team to gel in the middle yep. of a pandemic. So Yes. I feel you there. Any thoughts on the Steelers or should we just move right along?
0: I mean you love Big Ben, but uh, That's pretty much know, it.
1: I don't feel good about still, them this they, year.
0: They still have James Conner. I think James Conner will be good from like a fantasy perspective. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster also I feel like will be pretty good from a fantasy perspective. Overall as a team, again, I, you know, I, I think it's all Ravens all the way in yeah. the AFC North.
1: I think that Big Ben's going to toss a few big ones to Juju Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson Maybe James, and James Washington, too. Maybe a little bit, but across the board, I feel pretty bleh about Eric Ebron, Vance McDonald, and the tight end spots. Like they've never done anything for me. So, yeah, I think it'll be lackluster, but I look forward to seeing big throws from Big Ben and not should Mason we, Rudolph.
0: Should we round out the AFC and talk AFC South? Because I really yes, like the yes, AFC yes. South. I love the AFC South, it's my favorite <laughs> division. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite. Yes, please let's talk AFC South. Well, you kickstart it then. If you're, it's it, If it's your favorite, you gotta you gotta lead us off here. Okay, there's so many places to start, but there's also a lot of intricacies. This is an exciting one. I think this one is a real. I like this. Like they're a very exciting kind of division, in my opinion.
1: Give me your take. I don't want to kick it off because I'm so incredibly biased that I just can't help myself.
0: Well, I mean, I think that I think there'll be a lot of exciting games between these teams in 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 this particular division. We definitely talked a little bit about the Texans in some of our pre episodes um, because there were some really significant and I think you know interesting changes over there. Mm-hmm. You obviously still have Deshaun Watson. Uh, their their RB you know twosome is is David and Duke Johnson. Yep. I think that's going to be a really, really strong good. combo. Yeah, I love their wide receiver core. I don't think any of these guys are like studs per se, but I think they're all great and fast and have good hands. You're so Brandy right. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb, Kiki Kuti. Like there's a lot, those are a lot of names to be able to say like that, you know, and are, are like relevant. And so yeah. I, my hot take on AFC South is like, that's the team to beat. Yeah. Um, that said, I think there's going to be a lot of really good competition because there's some other, you know, great teams, but in my opinion, I think the Texans are the team to beat in the AFC South.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, I am scared looking at that lineup. And like I said, <laughs> JJ Watt is back and he's a team morale booster. I'm all about that. If we're looking at the other teams, because I don't disagree with the Texans, but let's just take a look. We got yeah. the Colts, who is now headed by Phillip Rivers. I think that's going to be a, I think, a
0: womp. I think that's a. I think that's. No, I don't know. I think. I think it could be a good thing. I, yeah. I think they need, they need it. it. I think they need someone yeah. with some experience. Yeah, that's I good, I don't think it's a, a terrible thing. I mean, look, it'll be interesting to see how he and Ty connect. Um, you know, that could yep. be a really a really you know kind of force forceful twosome. You know, to work with. Um, there are Bs: Jonathan Tyler. uh sorry, Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack. Like, I I think there's definitely something there, and you know, uh, they haven't really had. A, consistency in a quarterback in quite some time so maybe Philip Rivers is what they need. I
1: I could see it. I uh, I've been really unimpressed with all of these players over the last couple years, like really really super unimpressed and bombed about the Colts. That mm. being said, maybe you're right. Maybe this is exactly what they need is Philip Rivers who has like 12 children in actual life who can wrangle 12 children on the field and uh make the Colts happen. So I could see it, and the Colts always have magic every now and again. And then, and then that also brings us to the Jags, who are led what? by Gardner Minshew, and I don't really know anybody else on this team. So I now I not... definitely
0: don't now I definitely don't know anyone now that they waived Leonard Fournette too. So no, at I don't this know point, I'm just like I don't even know what the Jaguars are doing this year. So we should probably just talk about the Titans.
1: Yeah, I I I could spend all day talking about the Titans, but let's let's do the highlights here. We've got. Tannehill, who is a fairly useless useless quarterback, but he does <laughs> his job and stands there, so that's fine. And
0: occasionally tosses a ball. Derek but what Henry, does that mean for what does that mean for people that like want to draft like an AJ Brown or a Corey Davis? Like, yeah. do you stay away from them because you feel like Tannehill's like not so great? Like, what do you think about that?
1: I would probably take them like uh, your second or third opportunity for a wideout. Um, I, I don't know how much Tannehill is going to toss the ball. Hopefully he, I mean, I just, you know, I think last year was kind of a, um, a flicker of hope, but maybe just not something that's going to stick, but you're just going to
0: need your boy, Derrick Henry to carry the team home. I
1: I think so. I think he can do it and let Tannehill get into the season. Right. I think it'll be a slow burn with the Titans at the top of the season, but They've had some time to gel. They have Janu Smith, who's their tight end. I mean, I think they'll be good. I think they'll be good. I feel good about it, but I am curious about that first four-game slow burn. That's what I want to see out of the Titans before I can really
0: get a handle on them. All right, so you still tightening up this year? I am always tightening up. Tighten up, baby! Let's go! <laughs> All right, but do we? are we also now agreeing then AFC South, Texans? Yeah, yeah, I'd right. go
1: Texans. I'd go Texans.
0: All right. Well, Followed by Titans, the... Colts, Jaguars. Now, oh boy. For the for the NFC. Man. We're just going to keep we're going to keep going here. There's a, I, there's a couple of, there's some really interesting ones here in my opinion.
1: You think so in the in the NFC East?
0: I no, just in the NFC in oh, general. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I think the NFC East is pretty straightforward. Um, I mean, it really <laughs> I mean, it's the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles and Redskins, it's always a yep. fun division. I'll give it very, that.
0: very competitive. Very, very competitive. These teams literally hate each other.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And I think like this is one of the ones that maybe and perhaps I'm crazy, but I uh, I, I, had something come to me in a dream yesterday. I felt oh like even. Do tell. um, Because I think the Giants are going to do really well this year.
0: Because, wow. that is that a dream or a nightmare or a prophecy? Like, it's a what's... prophecy. It definitely okay, it's omniscience.
1: It. So I know the Giants are going to do well this year. And you know why? <laughs>
0: because Logan Ryan,
1: me. who is on the Titans and is a actual angel human, just got traded yesterday to the Giants. And so oh. between that and not having crazy Eagles maniacs yelling at you all season, I just uh, I think that the dynamic in this particular division, to your point, that they hate each other, I think it's going to be way different. Now, does that change that the Cowboys are the best team in that division? No, but I think it shakes up the 2-3-4 spot. And Giants with Saquon Barkley, of course, um, also the new addition of Logan Ryan, I suppose, I don't know if our guy Daniel Danny Dimes is going to have a year. I Danny Dimes. I don't think so, but maybe Daniel Jones will do okay. But it, maybe the Giants do better than we think, right? They definitely Who knows?
0: I mean, look, Saquon has a ton of upside. I, I you know, he he's super strong. I I think their wide receiver core is interesting. Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, um Darius Slayton yeah. really heated up towards the end of last season so I mean look I am you know I Evan am born Ingram. and raised I am born and raised New York but I have never ever ever liked the Giants like if I had to pick a New York team it was always going to be the Jets Me so too. like I I am just not a Giant fan but you know what maybe not maybe not too terrible maybe I think they're gonna be pretty
1: year. good this year I think I would put them second sorry Eagles fan. sorry sorry but then I've got Eagles third because i i'm okay. not feeling good about the eagles without like their incredible fan base so eagles
0: i think that that's a good that's a good point like we talked about at the top of this is like that that's going to that's going to hurt them however that plays out in, I, I think in, in, for their so home, yeah.
1: yeah yeah i think it has to and that's why i don't really like carson wentz as much I don't really feel particularly strong about their running backs, wide receivers. I, I think, know Zach Ertz, I think Ertz is Miles, there, but...
0: I think Miles Sanders has a really good season from a running back perspective. Obviously, Ertz is Ertz. He's always really great. Yeah. Um, I think they really struggle in the wide receiver-like situation. Yeah. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey's great, but, uh, yeah. but I, Deshaun Jackson, to me, is like he either catches a 70-yard touchdown pass or he doesn't do anything. So... When when you look at that, to me, like targets are pretty limited for Carson. So I I think Miles Sanders over there has a pretty good season, but I'm not sure how strong you know overall the team is this year. Yep, yep, I agree with and that. And I'm not even going to talk about the Washington football team. We will not. You're last, the Washington guys. Washington football field. The, yeah. the Washington football team. You're
1: last. You're last. All right. Bye. So we got the Cowboys NFC East. Then that takes us to the West with the Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks. Niners dude this division is sick this is the most fun why did we have to wait to get this far this is going to be so much fun
0: because we're getting our second wind in the back half here to talk about the NFC West oh my god
1: I, I know you're bullish on the Cardinals I don't know if you have a pitch there but um you were really excited about the the whole team we talked about it at length so I don't know how much detail we have to go into here but you're bullish on the Cardinals.
0: I don't think we need to go too into detail about it. We talked about um, Kyler Murray, and I had a funny remembrance that I like to re- uh, call him Kylo Ren, like from Star Wars. <laughs> That's how I remember his name. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, I think he has a good season. I love that they added DeAndre Hopkins, um, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. We talked about this. Like, I just, I feel like the team is strong, and I, I think they're going to be exciting to watch this year. I agree. I think they
1: will be strong. I think... Um... They're all going to be strong. I mean, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the 49ers, and maybe the Rams. I don't feel as great about the Rams, but maybe it's a year for Robert Woods and uh, Tyler Higby to step up and wide receiver. Yeah, and I tight think they're going to. I think they're definitely going to have to
0: step it up in the in the you know in their air game. Um, you know, obviously they don't have Tyler uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, I don't really know how great you know. Sort of again, you're yeah. dealing with a rookie as your number one running back. Could be great. Could not be. You never know. It's it's always a little bit tricky. Um, you know, so. But we've talked a Rins- lot about
1: these teams because they're all really good. So we talked about each of these teams literally in our in our mini episodes leading up to this one. So, wh- so who's, where's your so money? Who's, take,
0: who's taking it? The Niners. Ooh. Ooh. I'm like, I'm so on the fence between the Niners and the Seahawks. You're not taking the Cardinals after all that talk? No. No, Are I'm not taking them me? to win the division. No, I just think they're going to be really exciting. Oh, I don't okay. think they're going to win the division. Oh, bummer. Okay, I was Man, looking forward to that fe- call. I'm on the fence with San Fran and, and Seattle. Do you want Maybe me to swing should...
1: you? Okay. There, there's no yeah. Hawks nest this year. There's no fans at Seahawks Stadium. It's the loudest I stadium in the country. I did just give that whole speech,
0: didn't I? I yeah. I gave that entire speech. I think I the Niners will function better really with... good Sorry, say it again? But the team is still really good, Seattle.
1: We're getting all worked up. I'm I'm talking right over you because I'm so excited <laughs> about this. Like, what are we doing? This is oh, it's been so long. This is great. This is the best. <laughs> I don't all know, right. dude. I, think, I got. His, I, I think
0: we split. We split the difference on that okay, one. Fine. I think. I think it's a toss up between between the the Seahawks and the and the Niners. Okay, one. but. I, I think that division is going to be a really fun one to watch. I agree. And
1: so is this next one. The NFC North is going to be fun too. And so is the NFC South. Oh my god. This is going to be Stop hard. skipping ahead. Stop sorry, skipping sorry. ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so excited. We're almost at the end <laughs> and I don't want to be done. Okay. But NFC North here. We got um, Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings.
0: This is an interesting one. This is, this one's an interesting one for, for me. Uh, we, we definitely talked about some of the guys on these teams. Uh, it's it's where do you want to start you want to start with the bears where do you where do you lions tigers bears where do you want to start? <laughs>
1: uh i had the vikes pulled up because just because i was thinking about kirk cousins saying survival of the fittest um <laughs> I, I i do have a, a good feeling about those guys up there i like dalvin cook obviously he's in our top five running back breakdown and I really like Thielen I think he's like a sneaky not sleeper but I think he's sneaky gonna be good this year
0: he's gonna he's gonna have a good season I I definitely am bullish on Minnesota we've talked about it Based on a couple of those names that you just said, mm-hmm. um, I think that team has really come into their own, and I think they're going to, you know, keep it up this season for sure.
1: But how are the Packers going to be? Because I feel like it's always like a Packers Vikings world the last couple years. How are the Packers going to
0: do this year? Seriously, I don't. You tell me. How's How's your boy Aaron Rodgers going to do this year?
1: I don't know. I mean, not great for fantasy, so do not draft him. But for real <laughs> football, like probably pretty good. You know, for he always football. delivers. Yeah. Um, he does and he has an amazing he has an amazing core around him he's got Aaron Jones running back and then he has Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard I mean they could be good but I don't like the Packers that much I think they'll do (laughs) pretty well but they are just so overrated in my mind so they're like a big bust for me this year that's my take
0: all right, I, I, it's interesting, and then I think you look at the the Lions. I think they may have a little bit of a a, a a tough season over there. You know, you do have Kenny Galladay, who's amazing. Marvin Jones also had a great season last year. Danny Amendola, um, hey, Dan- oh, Danny Amendola, he's so cute. RIP really to catch being actually the ball good very much. Yeah, I know. that's, that's good football. For him. You know, Matt Stafford got to stay healthy. Um, see how that goes. Yep, carry on Johnson. You know, is there RB two? I think that was a little bit of a bust last year, but maybe he steps it up this year. So I think it's going to be a little bit rough for the Lions. I go Vikings in uh, NFC North.
1: Okay, I like it. I I feel like pretty good about the Bears too for some reason, but I also feel wonky about Nick Foles always. So because um, we haven't really talked about the Bears with David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen as their running backs, and Allen Robinson, it seems really well liked for wide receivers. If Nick Foles it's can definitely talk to the rock.
0: Sh- definitely strong yeah as long as nick Foles can can yeah I, I agree with that i think it's a good good uh step up in the qb position for them uh, yeah. in uh, chicago i think bears will be better than jimmy they graham. were and i think jimmy yeah Graham's exactly. over there.
1: jimmy graham is over there i think the bears will be better and the packers will be worse but the vikings okay. take it for sure
0: we take the vikings all right yeah and last but not but least,
1: certainly not least
0: the nfc south let's talk about it who we got the Falcons the Panthers the Saints and the Bucks this is actually a really exciting one too yeah
1: it could go so many different ways oh geez if you're just looking at it I mean you have three incredible veteran QBs in Matt Ryan on the Falcons the saints with drew Brees and tom brady with the bucks
0: tom brady <laughs> i almost forget
1: he has a last name it's either tom i thought or you were brady. gonna forget
0: his name entirely for a second there I was like oh my god no. pull it together here kate
1: no no it's been a long episode but like how could you this is almost one of the best parts so i know
0: well the f- here's here's the thing falcons like you said um veteran quarterback in Matt Ryan. Um I do like that they picked up Todd Gurley, but one could argue that, you know, he's a little bit older and a little bit worse for the wear, so mm-hmm. we'll see how he does down in uh, Atlanta. And you know, you still have Julio Jones. Hello Stud. Julio major Jones. Stud. Calvin Never Ridley. Gets... Great. Yeah. That's going to be that's going to be a really fun team to watch. I'll be very interested to see how Gurley settles in in Atlanta. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Carolina, we did talk about Cam earlier uh, being, you know, now over at uh, New England. Yeah. Um. So at the helm now in Carolina is Teddy Bridgewater. I don't mm-hmm. hate that. Um, hopefully healthy kinda, forever. Hopefully healthy. Uh, so I, I really don't hate that. You obviously have the king of fantasy football, Christian McCaffrey. Imagine Imagine how much pressure that is for this guy, though. I feel like every list, every everything is like this dude's face is everywhere. He's on the top of everything. Like... That's big to to, to live up to, to.
1: Yeah, he has to deliver on that check that he's cashing. He's totally. got to get her done.
0: He's got to get her done. But I, I, I don't hate the Chetty Bridgewater play there. I think McCaffrey's going to have to take a lot on his shoulders because there's not a, a ton of depth elsewhere there. Mm-mm. So uh, I Maybe don't, DJ I, I think Moore? Be,
1: That's really it. Maybe.
0: I mean, I think they'll be fun to watch because of McCaffrey, but I mean, when you look at the rest of the teams in this league, I think they're going to have a pretty tough you know, fight against these guys.
1: And then we all know the Saints in the Bucks. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to break down those two teams. Maybe the Bucs just because it's a new new squad wow I'm losing my voice that's great uh, <laughs> but just because it's a new squad in Tom Brady and then having Gronk uh Chris Godwin Mike Evans and just in general like a dynamic group who yeah
0: I think who that's takes be-
1: this one I just don't there's such different teams with legacy veteran
0: quarterbacks who takes the <sighs> NFC South I want to say one thing about the Saints just to make sure that people are aware of this and keep an eye on things. Just make sure you know what's going on with Alvin Kamara. I know that he practiced today. Just make sure he signs his deal. I have major PTSD from the year that Le'Veon Bell decided he just didn't want to play, and I drafted him first. So I just... I I I just want to keep flagging that to people. <laughs> it's the worst feeling. Yeah. So, I love that they picked up Emmanuel Sanders. You know, I talked a lot yeah. about him last season. Yeah. I hope he finds a nice home here with Drew and Michael Thomas. I think it's awesome. I think you keep an eye on him. That's all to say. Fuck, who takes this one? I'm going to say the bucks. I'm going the bucks. and i'm not just saying it because of tommy i I, i'm not just saying it because of tommy i i like that he's there but like that wide receiver duo is one of the strongest in the league and now with tom there and some senior leadership i don't know and gronk to just like distract people and be gronk like who knows this is this is gut-wrenching
1: oh man Ah, I I gotta split this one. I I can't get off of the Saints,
0: and I know it's contingent. Okay. But I look, I, they're right there. This is like this is like pulling hairs. I splitting cannot, hairs, not pulling hairs. Splitting pulling them. hairs out. Just
1: <laughs> no. I think um, it could be either though. I'm really like this. This is the one I'm struggling with the most. I just the Bucks have a great team. Saints have a legacy great team, so I'm just gonna go with the Saints because the legacy. Um,
0: okay, I-, I hear you there. I I agree. You know what? Sometimes it takes people a minute to to meld and mold together, and the Saints have that, and the Bucs have great names, but it there's some it's some some new meat over there, and sometimes that takes a minute to get used to.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Okay, well that uh, wow, we've covered some serious ground.
0: I hope people made it through all of this. This was, this was fun for us and hopefully super informative. I actually find it really helpful to go through each division because you really do forget about teams and players and off season moves. And so hopefully this kind of, you know, uh, gave you the, uh, Gave you the info you needed that maybe you needed a refresher on because it certainly helped us. Oh, thank you all
1: if you've made it this far for sticking with us, but we had to go through it all. This is going to be the most, like we said, this is our this is our pre draft preseason episode. This is the ultimate flag ship.
0: This, this is, is our flagship. This is
1: the start of season two. We're definitely going to take all the time we need to talk through every single team in the league uh, because that's just what this deserves. It's what twenty twenty deserves is some is some niceties and good things. Um, so Kate yes Michelle
0: because I am now flush red in the face from talking about all this I'm exhausted (laughs) but excited I I think for us to wrap this episode up we need to make our Super Bowl picks I've never picked a team like this early but I think it's really fun for us to like pick one keep an eye on it look we don't have to like we're not gonna go crazy (sighs) We know that we're going to also place another friendly wager next week once we do our fantasy drafts. That's mm-hmm. the one that's going like, to really get me all hot and bothered every week. But like after talking through each division, who we think is going to win, I think it's really fun for us to just put a name out there and we'll keep track of it, mm-hmm. you and I, for the rest of the season and see and see what happens.
1: Who is going to be the best team in the NFL this year?
0: Who is going to take home the ring? It's so hard.
1: (laughs) Do you want me to go first?
0: Yeah, go first. You you want me to go first? Yep. Okay. Oh god. I'm a little like my heart's racing. Oh my god. I don't know why. It's not like my my opinion's gonna make such a big difference. I've just never picked a team this early. Neither have I. After talking through everything we talked through, I am going to go with the Saints. God damn it.
1: I was gonna go oh. with the Saints.
0: <laughs> Agreeing. How is that possible? No,
1: okay. I'll talk you through what I'm between, but I I know where I, I know where the best players are. They're in New Orleans. Do the best players ever win Super Bowls? Yes and no. Not necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Yes and no. Yep. So if all goes as planned. You're right with the Saints. If it is the best team with the best players, it's the Saints. If it's it's not
0: Drew Breezy, let's go, baby.
1: But if anything, it's 2020. Nothing's going to go according (laughs) to plan. Let's be real here. It's very true. I was going to say the Saints. Like in my brain, I have Saints. Like Saints, Saints, Saints. This is the year. This is the year. This is the year. It's not gonna go that way. I think it's you're gonna think I'm crazy. I think the 49ers are going to do it.
0: I don't think you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy. I think that's a really valid pick. That's definitely another one that's like high on my list. I don't think that's a crazy pick, but all right, let's, that's it. We're going to go, we're going to go Saints and Niners. Oh God, that's see, such a bad and see what pick, happens. Michelle. It's such a bad pick. Everything. I don't in think my, it's a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. Everything it's in my head pick.
1: wants to say Saints, Bucks, or Ravens, but I'm just going Niners because they perform better under low pressure and there's no crowds. Jimmy G can get into his flow. They have an amazing committee for their running backs. I just think that they could chip away this year. They can just I'm chip not away. I'm not
0: mad at, I am not mad at that pick, Kate. And not that I am not that we are putting dollars on this, but if you do look at the odds as it stands right now, a lot of people agree with you and then really? have the Saints right behind the 49ers. So we're 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 not too far off, I don't think. But I like I like it. I like those two picks for us. We can root for each other. <sighs> I we, yeah, I, feel- I think we can root for each other here, and we'll we'll keep an eye on it. I absolutely will not root for your fantasy team. I will just want to crush yeah. you, but. That'll be our other bet when we talk about it next week.
1: Well, we've got that next week for sure. And if you've made it this far, we are so grateful for your earballs. Thank you for listening to our entire breakdown of this preseason for 2020 and a pre-draft roundup coming to you in full after our draft next week. We've got a post-draft roundup. So tune in this time next week and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. At the underscore draft queens and on Instagram at the draft queens. And if you really like us and you really have made it this far, it would mean the world if you could throw us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We would love that. And uh, I think that Michelle, this wraps us up for our first episode of season two. Well done, my friends. I feel
0: so great about this. I cannot wait for games to start. I hope this was helpful for everyone. We love you. And we will be looking forward to talking to you all of season two. All
1: right, go Niners and tighten up, baby!